Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What's going on, everyone? Jenna Cameron, John Rich. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling on this uh, now uh, Wednesday morning. Flyers, they lose. Sixers, they win. Eagles, they're a mess. We're going to try to figure out what's going on. How it got here. Obviously, you know, hopefully they can come out of it. Another game coming up this weekend, and then it gets real with the playoffs. Look, we'll talk about it all and do it with you on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. An awful lot of Eagles football to talk about today. By the way, great job by Joel last night. He is uh, an amazing basketball player. We'll talk about it all, 215-592-9494. Richard Rich. Joe. Hello there, bud. Back in the 1920s when cars were still relatively new and a luxury item, you could get a brand-new Model T Ford for $290. $290. $290, which is right around $5,000 in today's money. What a steal. That surprises Seems me. Seems really good. Yeah, because normally when something's new, I think, and, and great, it's more expensive in today's, I think, I mean, because there's less of them. and Yeah. So I would assume that the... When the Model T huh. first was released, they were more expensive. 825 bucks, roughly $17,000 today, but the price through the 20s... Dropped and dropped and dropped. How about that? As they tried to make them more uh, more appealing to the, the everyman. Let me ask you a question. Is that a better fact than the Eagles have lost four to the last five games? Mm. My God. What happened to our football team? Let me just, let me just ask this question to everyone listening right now. 215-592-9494. What happened to our football team? What the hell happened? Fell apart. All right, look, we got a lot to do today. It'll include Jason Kelsey at 730. Um, and we'll, we'll – uh, uh, mix in some of what Sirianni said to us yesterday because we had Sirianni on the show, latter portion of the show. So we'll play some of the audio of that. Um, you know, I, I want to sort of dive in today. Um, you know, we're now close to three full days removed since that game ended. And Sirianni obviously has been taking a public verbal beating. And I think to a large extent, rightfully so. I mean, he's uh, he's getting crushed and I think he deserves it. But I will tell you this, there's there's a guy behind the guy that I think has sort of escaped culpability in all this, and he's shunt, and that's Jalen Hurts. And, and there's two different ways to look at it. There's the, the last game, and then there's the, the slide, and to a certain extent, the season. I mean, I, I'll tell you this, and, I, and I'm curious where everyone stands on Jalen, because he really hasn't been a focal point of conversation over these last close now to 72 hours since that game ended. But I think he should be more of a focal point. And, and I'll, I'll point directly to the absolutely ridiculous sequence that after the Mulata penalty was a first and 20, and then I believe it was a second and 16, and then ultimately a third and 20, 
and a field goal, and obviously three points wasn't seven, and the other team gets seven, the other team wins the game. I um, I think Jalen is much, much, much more culpable for that than people realize. And, and I'm going to tell you why. Like, do I want Sirianni or Brian Johnson to design those plays or specifically call them at that point? No, obviously not. Obviously not. And I've taken those guys to task and will continue to for that. But here's the deal, guys. And, and this is really what I want to try to rattle people's brains around about today. We need Jalen Hurts in those moments to know, I got to change the play. Dumb and who do you, and who do you think that play. falls on? Like, I, it's a I dumb think play. that falls on his coaches. His coaches need to have programmed him with the information, with the knowledge. If we see this look, if they show up and they've got a bare front, they're covering both the center and, and both our inside, both our guards, and then they got little dubs outside of that. Like, it, it, I'm not going to get too yeah, into it. Like, sure. If this front presents, then we run this play. That's the way it's that's the way it's constructed. Yeah. You need to be blaming the coaches for not putting enough on Jalen's plate. You know what? I, I it just it reminds me of Carson a little bit. John, we obviously don't know the full extent to what they put on his Very plate. Very true. I yes. right? I do yes, I we don't. right. I, I do believe we have no idea. We really don't. I do believe that they do play some peekaboo with Jalen. I do agree with you that they don't put as much on his plate as people might have thought they would entering this year. I mean, for instance— And I think that's a mistake. I I think they have made an error of judgment this year by not giving him more, by not giving him more to process and digest. Because I think it has been too basic and simple. I agree. And defenses, but as a result, it is, have known how to stop us. I, I agree with that to a large extent. But I do think we need to examine the real possibility that maybe they, they only give him so much because they only think he can handle so much. Well, I mean, John, until what, I see him short-circuiting out there yeah. from too much information, like I'm not ready to say well, that. Well, let me ask you a question. I absolutely believe he can do much more within the, the, the constructs of this offense. Why didn't he change the plays the other day? Because I, I'm certain he didn't have that ability to do that. I, like I don't, you, agree, I don't agree with every you. Every time I've seen a quarterback change a play, I've seen him change that play repeatedly in practice during the week. He doesn't just go out there and whoop out of nowhere. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna run something we ran in the first OTA right now. No, it is practiced. It is absolutely prepackaged for every game. This look elicits this response. This play will be run. If A, then B. If not A, then C. You know, like that. It just that's how it works. And I I have to I have to discredit these coaches for not giving our quarterback enough to work with. My only enough issue, uh, understanding. I just hope you're not making excuses for It's possible that it's understanding. You know. Maybe because I, I am. Because I think when Carson fell apart. I think he apart, should, at this point, have the ability to, to make these decisions for himself. And what we're talking about here is like full field reads, uh, understanding the, the mechanics of a hot throw, right. the traditional right. hot throw right. in the West Coast offense that we've been asking about all the time. That's right. Some of that stuff I think we can incorporate now. I think it's time. And, and maybe it has been slowly, like through right. the years, like they're, they're trying to work their way to it. Well, now we've seen we need that escape route. Well, I, I and I agree with you on that, but I really am fascinated and interested today at 215-592-9494 to see where everyone comes down on this. You know, Jalen's culpability within all this, like the last game and then obviously the stretch and the season at large. I, I want to be very clear. I am certain Sirianni was more to blame for the last game. Absolutely certain. Absolutely certain. 
But I also know this. For $250 million, $250 million, I want the quarterback of the Eagles to know if he's handed a Bobo play, there's like four minutes to go in the game, and it's first and 20, second and 16, third and 20. I need him to know to change the play. But you under, Joe, you understand I need him to know what that. he knows is what he's taught. Like, you know like what, John? I, I, don't, I don't think – no, I don't think you're being fair. Like, what he knows to do is exactly what he's been taught by rote memory during the week. Here's the look. You change it to this play. Okay, if the look is this, you change it to this play. That's how it is. But you know what it reminds me of? What you just said, and I hear you, John. Believe me, I hear you. But that argument reminds me a lot of the it's not Carson's fault, it's Doug's fault argument from four years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, I heard so much about – and listen, was was Doug maybe – Culpable to an extent in Carson's decline? Like, sure, sure. But do I believe Carson was primarily culpable? I mean, like, Carson wouldn't throw to an open receiver. Now, I can't, like, Well, that's fathom. not the issue. I can't. Well, but but I will say Hurts, Jalen. Hurts misses guys, not inaccurately. He doesn't throw at times more often than I would have thought this year to, to the open receiver. And and, and, and and look, I think I think a lot of that is the way he's taught to read the field. And I here think we a go. lot of that is we're looking at a receiver who's running that he's not even considering. Uh, but you know, a lot mm. of the times if the field is split in half, if he's looking at the right side of the field, a high low, and yeah. you got Br- Grant Calcaterra running on the left side, scot free, that doesn't matter. All right, listen, there's he's not included. I it's a complicated conversation in part because there's a lot of speculation here. Yes. And I mean I, I admit that John says it, we get it. But how <laughs> there's, does there's there's blame to go around there here is. on both sides. Uh but Nick Sirianni needs to do a better job trusting his quarterback and giving his quarterback more to work with, more to, you know, have uh an escape route right. with. Unless it, he feels like he can't handle it. Well, I think it's time to move past that. All right, so where do you stand? And by the way, yeah. defenses defenses around the NFL, they've done an incredible job yeah. of catching up to what we were doing That's last right. year. That's right. And and right now, it, you got to credit them. Uh, the, the simulated pressures, we have not had answers for those. That Those are those plays where you got like five or six guys, and it's really tough to tell whether yeah. they're coming or, or not. Yep. And we still don't have answers for those situations. That is like, it, I guess that's an offseason thing. This this whole and it doesn't have to be, but it might. I mean, look, there, guys, the offseason could begin in ten days, yeah, yeah. or nine days, Absolutely. whatever, whatever the hell it is. Oh, I'm positive if you face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're throwing simulated pressures at you every single. James, snap. are they an underdog to Tampa? Eagles at Tampa on Saturday, mid January. Are they an underdog? I don't think so. But I think it's close. It's definitely I think it's close. like a, a one or a two or something like that. I mean, that's but brutal. I, I, yeah, it's brutal. And I don't I think they will be, though. But it, they could be, they could which be. is crazy. They could be. And they I just lost the Baker, freaking Cardinals. Baker Mayfield is going to throw all over this defense if they don't completely revamp everything. Baker Mayfield, think of the weapons he has to throw to. Yeah, I know. L- look, so all of this on the table at, two, back. at 215-592. Yeah, he's a good player. 94-94. Hurts' culpability in this has... Has the town been a little too Sirianni focused and not enough Jalen focused over, you know, what's now been close to 72 hours since that game ended? I'll, I'll say this on the Hurts front. You know, that, that sequence specifically I'm talking about, I mean, that's, that's sort of category one. Category two for me, and I referenced this, I do believe there have been too many times this year 
He just hasn't seen the open receiver. Now, is there potentially an explanation for that? Like John's saying, he's he's taught to look here instead of look there. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, I, I don't know. Come on, man. Um, you know what I, he needs? He needs the tutor. He needs the great offensive coordinator slash play caller slash confidant. You know what, John? That's the what... guy who walks around that building and every day is asking the quarterback, what do you like here? What do you like at, at, at the plus I know 25? What you, I know what, what Jalen like likes. He likes to run 10? the read freaking option. What do you like That's when, what he likes to when do. we're backed up? Yeah, but <laughs> the guy the guy who keeps him, I don't know, uh, in tune, the guy who keeps him uh, – Focus the guy who keeps him accountable. I think there's some loss of accountability across the board, not just with, you know, some AJ Brown. Right. AJ Brown's bad for something, right? And well, and I think you know, just try to figure it out. Right, so like, let's take the AJ. Jalen is in part to blame. His play has suffered. He's turned the ball over significantly more he this year. Sure has. That feels just sloppy. At it does. Times. It does. I mean, look, there's a lot of elements to this. To me, also. And I've been very clear on this for a couple of weeks. A lot of people disagree with me, and that's fine. I think he's not physically the same player as when he came out of the draft. And I'm not talking about just because he got a knee injury the other, you know, a couple of months ago. Like I just, I see him as a declining athlete. And I think that's crazy. I know you 25. do. He's 25, I, I, man. James, people said the same thing about Lamar Jackson okay. a few years ago. The exact same thing. Oh, up, right. declining. He's yeah. taking too many hits, and now he's the MVP of the league. I You're imposing your own decrepit body on no, someone else. No, listen. My, my, <laughs> guys, my body would be done Look, in one he's play. He's been hurt one all play. year. He's had a knee thing all year. He's been playing through it. Like He's obviously not going to look as good if he's hurt. Uh, here's what I'd be fascinated to know. If he, did, if he went through a battery of tests... I mean, even in the offseason, James, when this knee injury finally gets cleared, in the offseason, I'd love for him to go through the same testing that you go through at the Combine. How high you jump, how fast you run, like all that stuff. I, I would bet you, and I can't prove it, but I would just bet you he would not be at the same level as he was four years ago when he entered the league. I, I just I don't see – I just do not what, see the what, same burst. What guy would be? What guy would be at the same level four years ago? But after so much of his of game was predicated on that. That's the problem. But he remember, they played to the Super Bowl. He had off-season surgery. He came back and anything. He's probably going to have surgery in the off-season. Like, I get it. You Let's could talk just, about wear and tear on a season. Yeah. I just think the long-term, like, he's ruined we'll athletically the fact that he's is he's still crazy. wearing a brace, that does uh, count. All right, so so where do you stand on that? One, one other category to me that has to come into focus here. This sort of downtrodden, focused. I mean, God bless him. He is focused. I mean, he is. He is focused. But is he is he focused to the point... And his disposition, does it not play well to the the team, the teammates? I mean, he does sit on the sideline by himself quite a bit. I don't love that. I especially don't love it when they're struggling. I do wonder if A.J. Brown's annoyance is a lot more directed at Hurts than we have thought. I mean, Sirianni said something to us yesterday. We'll, we'll play it coming up next segment. I mean, Sirianni was referencing, like, you guys don't really know what A.J.'s mad about. And it's like, Wow. You know, and uh, obviously in hindsight, I wish I'd say, what is he mad about? He wouldn't have told us. But, you know, maybe Sirianni was alluding to it's less directed at Sirianni than Hurts. I mean, I could see I could see A.J. pretty frustrated with, with Jalen. And also, you know, there was the Jeff McLean thing from a podcast the other day, and this was, this was fascinating. This was over the, um, the holiday break prior to the last game. McLean said the following on a podcast. He said, uh, the team has been patient with Hurts. Even though it awarded him a $255 million contract in the offseason, he may just be experiencing a few bumps. 
but there is some internal concerns about the stoic 25-year-old. The Eagles want their franchise quarterback to be authentic, but some team leaders also want him to open himself up a little more in the locker room and have a more outward leadership style when it's needed during difficult stretches, several team sources close to the situation said. I mean, that's there's a there's a lot in there. All right. That is fixable, Joe. That, uh, that is you know fixable. what? I don't know it's about that. It's never fixable with Carson. Yeah, John, personality's personality, man. Yeah, I, mean, I know. You know, you can. This is something where he's a young man who can go outside his comfort zone. This is something that he can do, and it can be effective. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, it's like the silent Bob finally talks at the end of Clerks thing. <laughs> what a reference! <laughs> I'll real. give you, I'll give you silent, silent but deadly, right on back to you. <laughs> Look, what do you make of this whole thing? Has Hertz over the last three days sort of escaped? Um, you know, discussion point in a way that he perhaps should not. And what do you make of him from, from the whole season standpoint? And obviously... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys. And visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now look here's the deal if you want to still take a bite out of Sirianni go for it I mean believe me he deserves a tremendous amount of blame but I do believe Hertz deserves more blame than he's got. And uh, curious if you agree with that or not. I, I'll just say this one more time. First and 20, second and 16, third and 20, 
I want the quarterback to know he ain't a freaking $5 million quarterback. $255 million quarterback, I want you to know, change the play of a bad Do you think he can just make up plays? Like, do you what do you think mean by make up? Do you, I, like, I don't understand what you expect There's him to do. There's a playbook. If, if I want him to audible. If he comes up to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, audible. And he does not have, like, unless he has a prepackaged plan, if this look comes up, then you got to get into this play. Yep. Like, it's, he can't just come up to the line of scrimmage and say, hey, I don't like this. Why I not? I want to run. Why not? 24 Y bingo cross. Why not? Because n- that's just not how it works. Well, sure. We're not talking about, work for we're, Peyton Manning. We're not talking about Johnny Unitas well, calling the plays down the field. We're not talking about Peyton Manning calling the but plays. But here's the problem. It's a different world. At 250 He's million. He's not that type well, of quarterback. I, that's sort of my point. But, Joe, how many of those types of quarterbacks are there in this league? That is a strange, dying, dodo bird well, type concept. You know, the, the coach on the field guy. Look, That's we'll, what you're asking for. I know. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see, obviously, especially when we get to the playoffs and the best quarterbacks for the most part playing, how, how often they audible and all that. But I certainly think they audible more than Jalen does. I certainly believe that. I think that. you're barking up the wrong tree here. The coaches decide the audible plan. The quarterback doesn't. Yeah, don't make me happy. Let's go to the phones. Where do you stand on all this? Let's kick it off with Patrick and Tabernacle. What's up, Patrick? Hey, morning, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Patrick. Hey, it hit me quick, man. I'm brushing my teeth. <laughs> hey, Joe. Um, yes, sir. But back down, man. I, 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 I don't think you know we can just. Um, I, I don't know. I don't agree with what you're saying about Hertz. Um, I just think collectively, there's a real deal to this whole Super Bowl. You go and you can't come back. I still maintain. I mean, Joe. I don't know what you were looking at, as far as like, you know, we just you know, defensively, we. Joe, we, we we don't have any dogs in the race. Well, that's that's obvious. I Listen, mean, that I mean, that part is obvious. Yeah. My 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 general feeling about the team right now is that I I start on the defensive side on the ball. The coach, I like, I I I'm I'm not looking at coaching. I'm looking at players not playing. I'm looking but at defensively. Like the, they the, don't have they don't have good players. I mean, they just. But that's to to me that's where kind of the demise is 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 taken. You know, that's that's. It's the bigger problem. I'll agree with that. It's the it's, it's the, bigger, the bigger problem. It's the bigger short term problem. The thing that's and, scary though is it just looks so completely different. Even even the stuff that we thought we would just automatically be good at, like just running the ball, like run inside zone. We I assumed we were just going to be able to get five or six yards a clip every time we did that. And now what defenses are doing is preventing us from looking that way. And it's not mm-hmm. just the beginning of the year; it's the whole year. Yeah, and it's now. I've been waiting all season. Like Nick Sirianni and, and these coaches, they told me we're going to be peaking at the perfect time ready for the postseason. Holy <laughs> cow. Like, you you really missed that boat. Big like, time. you really misjudged that. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we, peak, we peaked at, like, what, week seven or week eight, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. But you, you know, know what, too? It's, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm questioning Hertz's general uh, overall health. He, he looked, you know, physically, he, he, he looked like he was moving better last game. Um, but I, I'm just wondering, it's, it's an accumulative effect of going to the Super Bowl, and it just makes, you know what, real quick, too, I was telling my one brother about it, it's an amazing fact when you look back at what the Bills did to go four consecutive times and lose sure. and keep coming back. Well, and that, back that, and and what back. The, that and what the Chiefs and Patrick Good call. And the Patriots. Chiefs on, and Patriots. To, to Patrick's yeah. point, though, we yeah. haven't brought up this stat. I don't know if you guys saw this, but teams that go to the Super Bowl and lose, 
only 31% of them even make the playoffs the following That's year. That's stunning. So, like, there is something to that. Like, going yeah. to the Super Bowl, the, the, the being there thing and losing it, and then having to ratchet it back up, like, three and a half months later for yeah. training camp, I think it's tough, man. Like, well, I think we might have underrated the toughness of that coming into I this agree. You know what? I think there's a much more practical – holy cow. Uh, just – I was jotting down some stats uh, while watching TV uh, last night. Um, there, there Boy, that many... sounds like a fun assignment. I know. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you're, are you watching sports or non-sports? You watching that Sixers game? Yeah. And you just start jotting down football stats? I have the Sixers game Hey, on. ladies, he's available. <laughs> you can s- sit next to him on the couch and he'll jot down stats next to Let you. Let me set this up. In my house, we just we just did the Roku oh, transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, good work. So now, uh, now that I've come up to to date i've got i've got the sixers on in the family room and yep. then i've got the Ooh. stuff that i videoed uh, that i recorded on dvr earlier in the day watching the you know the the eagles stuff look, look at you, you. Oh, the x's and o's in the kitchen that's dedication Going back and forth yeah it was it was cool i'm impressed man i've uh yeah roku's nice isn't it awesome i really like it it's uh it's different. you kind of have to plan what you want to watch though which is i used to just press one button and it would give me a whole bunch of choices now i have to proactively like plan ahead uh know what i want before you can set it up like with what you like yeah, see, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, that's yeah. I need to do. That. These are all the things I got to learn. I don't know any of this. You it's don't a know big any deal. of this. No, I don't know any of this. Stuff. It's great. I just need someone to come to my apartment and you know do it for me. And you know what? So, South Shore, <laughs> Joe. Come on. No, I I yeah. can I can help you. Would you do that for me? No, but I can <laughs> help you with that idea. Well, here's of the deal: someone coming and helping you. I'll help everyone listening right now to see who I believe is the best comedian these days in at least America, maybe the world. And that's the great Sebastian Maniscalco. Phenomenal. He's, he's got another tour coming up. It ain't right tour 2024. Now, it's happening at the Wells Fargo Center. It's happening in September, September 27th. Believe it or not, John, we're now giving away things for September 27th, 2024. Yeah. Like, wow. we are in the future, ladies yes, and gentlemen. But September's even more the future. You can see Living in the future. Living in the future. <laughs> Seltzer, do you know we're going to be in the future in like 10 minutes? It's a good point, Jeff. Like in 10 minutes, yeah. we will be in the future. You're going to be in the future in one second. Just yeah, like, in the future. Time. That's right, in the future. All right, tickets for this are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Here's the deal. As we give these uh, tickets away today, we want you to give us a great answer to this question. What's an image from a movie that's an incredibly famous image from the movie? Here, here's what I mean. Seltzer was telling me before the show, you know, and I watched Home Alone, not all of it, but good part of it, over the break the last week and a half as well. And and the scene of, you know, Kevin, what's his name? Kevin Callister, you know, putting his hands to his face. It's an iconic scene. I mean, it's a and and a lot of, you know, posters were made from it. It's just it's like a still you can you can see that still shot like that expression on his face. He puts the, the hands on the cheeks and it's just a you know, it's obviously the most famous image, if you will. If you were like to hit pause, it'd be the most famous image from that, you know, great movie. Home Alone. From all the movies that have ever occurred, give us essentially a still shot that's really famous. An image from a movie in a snapshot. Like I'll, I'll give you one from me from about 30 years ago. The end of Reservoir Dogs. And this went on for actually about five minutes. But like, and th- this certainly turned into a poster. When they're all pointing the gun at each other. There's like six or seven different guys. And they all got a gun to a different dude. I mean, that was like a still shot for like five minutes. But when you first see it, it's like, oh, my God, I've never seen that before. Six or seven different guys all pointing guns at each other, crossfire. It was unbelievable. All right, Richie, when you think of an image from a movie, and again, best answer, everyone listening, 
you're going to win the tickets to see Maniscalco, and he is amazing. Hit us up with an image from a movie, 215-592-9494. John, what comes to mind for you? Uh, I just got to say something. That Reservoir Dogs, like, everyone's pointing their gun at everyone. Do you remember then for, like, a few years, it seemed like every third movie had a scene where there would be multiple guns pointing? Well, there were multiple things from Reservoir Dogs that became things that people kept doing. Yeah. There's another one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, E.T. flying in front of the moon. Oh, yeah. E.T. Oh, the the (laughs) silhouette. Wow. Big. E.T. on the bike. That is, yeah, Rhea, that's. Oh, it's, it's iconic, but I had a backup. All right, that's a great answer. Rhea, what do you got here for a backup? Um, in Top Gun. Now, you know I haven't seen Top Gun. Well, I did see half of it, and I hated it, yep. the second one. But the first one, Maverick with the thumbs up in the plane. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of yeah, – Top Gun's probably got a couple. Yeah. Seltzer, when you think of an image from a movie, almost a screenshot, if you will. I'm trying to decide if I should take this off the board or not. I feel like Joe won't be able to vote against it, and thus I feel like I'm doing the audience Can I tell favor. you this? Yeah. There's only one that strikes me as potentially – and impossible to beat, but I don't know that it's impossible. Okay, to beat. so I'll go with the one that I would think you okay. would be most inclined uh-huh. to vote for, yeah. and it's Rocky no. with the arms up on <laughs> the top one. of the steps with <laughs> Philadelphia in the background. Like, I mean, it's hard to vote against that on that show. It is. I actually think I have a a better one than that, but that's oh. a big one. I think that's shady. I think I think that's almost like unvotable. What, the Rocky? That. Well, that's yeah. why I took it off the board. Yeah. Yeah. I took it off the board so we one can't in, vote for it. I got yeah. one in my it's like too, I think it's You know what I mean? I think it was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Devin, you would have gone there. So, that that was going to be it's mine. Because, like, we yeah. all know I love longtime Rocky fan. Yeah. You have another one, though, that you know is like a. Yeah, I'm not going to say it, but there's this right. one. All right. It definitely um, turned into a poster. I'll go with uh, from the Wizard of Oz, Dorothy, the Tin Man's get like with the whole crew down the Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't and know. I guess I'm pandering to Joe to see if that was the one that you. Were no, thinking. it's not. <laughs> yeah, I, the only thing with that is there's not one moment to me right. that stands out. That's right. a series of moments. But I hear you. All right, I'll tell you what. The poster thing, like it. like Joe, you throwing that out there. The poster idea. Mm-hmm. It does yeah. make me think of this a little bit differently. Because mm-hmm. that's an image. That's literally an image. All right. Yeah. Give us a great answer. 215-592-9494. Best answer wins the Maniscalco tickets. Also up ahead, Brian Johnson on the first and 20 sequence the other day. What he said. Uh, Sirianni. Something on on uh, on uh, A.J. Brown. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Not on this Wednesday morning. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie, 94 WIP. Yeah, I mean, Embiid is, man, he's something. Triple-double. Um, it was really a bummer when he couldn't Coming play. after Jokic, 
man. Yeah, when he couldn't play on Christmas Day, though, that was a bummer. That was a bummer. Yeah. Changed the whole... Complexion of the day. Uh, the, yeah. Changed the whole day. Changed the whole day. But we will ask you um, a Twitter poll question that... I don't know if we've ever done this poll question before, because they're not normally intersecting in a way that makes it interesting. But we'll put all four teams on the table today with today's Twitter poll question brought to us by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays and a healthy new year. Find new roads to Armin Chevrolet. Today's question, who's the best team in Philadelphia sports? Of the main four, who's the best? Now, we put them in alphabetical order. The Eagles, the Flyers, the Phillies, the Sixers. There's a lot of intrigue for me on multiple fronts here. Who wins is obviously one. Second is how far down do the Eagles tumble? Are they in third place? Are they in last place? Are they in second place? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. They're 11-5, and five, which is the kind of record that's sort of emblematic of what the Sixers do. 51, 52 wins every year. But they're an 11-5 and five with the arrow pointing down. I mean, they're an 11-5 and five that feels like a 5-11, and 11, which is really bizarre. All right, you can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. We'll see where people assess the four teams and, and how you vote them up. Also, Brian Johnson. I hate this poll. It's a tough one, it man. It really bends my brain in places that I don't want to bend. Like, I, I despise the way it makes me feel. I don't know. Do you know if the Flyers had won their— answer that? If the Flyers had won their mm. last two? Yeah. <laughs> like, might have won the poll, <laughs> yeah, I which I think is yeah. crazy, but I'm just saying. I mean, they—it's mm. amazing. All right. Let's go to the phones. Also, the Brian, Sixers really do feel different, and and you Joel know what? I think that's overrated. Level. I think it's an overrated concept. Playoffs. Because it's just so you know why? I bet you. Season-y. If we had Seltzer look up what was their record last year through this many games and the year before this probably many pretty games, close. probably within a game. Yeah. I mean, they got off to but a great did Joel start. Look like he was differentiating eh, himself. He's been great. Won the MVP like last yeah, year. Yeah, and he should have won the MVP the year before that. And he almost, you know, won the MVP. The yeah, we need him to he's... win the finals MVP, okay? We need him to play well in the yeah, playoffs. That's right. That's right. And be, yeah. be there for every that's game. That's precisely it. Yeah. All right, let's see where people vote, though. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter, how you sort of size up the four teams. Brian Johnson on the first and 20 nonsense. We'll get to that shortly. Sheila Capati later this segment as well. Paul in Downingtown right now. Good morning, Paul. Hey, good morning, morning show. Hey, Paul. So, so I called uh, to kind of talk about the three fears I, I have with the team, and that's the uh, quarterback, the coach, and the – actual heart of the team and i don't know if you have time for all of them but one of them joe the quarterback obviously kind of speaks to what you're talking about this mm-hmm. morning and uh, my fear there is that we got a quarter billion dollar guy that just no longer fully understands and trusts what he's seeing downfield and you know one of the reasons i see that is because of the eye on the sky like the the full 22 views sure. that we see and it yep. you know kind of seems to me that jalen's anticipating the pass rush so that he can escape with his legs instead of anticipating his receivers being open so he can escape the rush by delivering Which is strange with a good offensive line, Paul. I don't think they're the best offensive line of football anymore, but it's certainly an above-average group, and I agree with you. He has, um, you know, he's been escaping this year unnecessarily at times, and it's disappointing. Well, it's been been a common thread, though. Like, we've been concerned about that. We've been asking sort of under our breath, yeah, but why? Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Why is he breaking the pocket so early when it doesn't really seem like he needs to? And we were asking that, and then it sort of fell on, you know, get mixed up with a lot of other things right. that we were excited about, that the team was good. Well, you know but what? Th- but this is not new stuff. Yeah. Like, our team has been mediocre in a lot of areas yep. all year. Paul, that play, and I don't remember if it was the Giants game or the Seattle game. These all run together. But 
fourth quarter when he did that ridiculous sequence on the one late fourth quarter play where he ran all the way to the right and then <laughs> yeah. all the way to the left. I mean, it was an absolutely was totally unnecessary. Emblematic totally of Jalen making bad decisions. Horrible. Jalen, that last year, you, I never would have expected no. to see him trying to change fields. Twice. Like you just went Barry Sanders. Right. Really? Like you know that can't that can't work in in yeah. this NFL unless you run a four one or right. a four two. You you never try. Well, to it's do low percentage. I mean, can it work? Sure, it can work three out of a hundred times. I mean, it's just but that's low percentage. It's not I good. Think it's, as much as we love the guy, I think I think a lot of Eagles fans just have to agree this is more like Jalen Hurts' his first two seasons instead of Jalen Hurts the last two for whatever reason. And you know maybe. Um, what we're seeing with Nick, uh, what concerns me there is that we've hired the, you know, the, the greatest male cheerleader in the history of the NFL. Because as an X and O guy, he seems a little amateurish from where I'm standing. It seems to me that a lot of the stuff that we laughed about last year, you know, when it called in and stuff, the the the, the matchup advantages that we seem to exploit game yeah. in and game out, that that the positional stuff where. Uh, we were uh, putting the defense in, in a position where they had to react, and regardless of what we did, we were going to have the advantage. A lot of that seems to have moved to Indianapolis because I'm watching Gardner Minshew execute that same kind of stuff this year, and it's not happening in Philadelphia yep. where there's a better team and a better quarterback. It's, a, it's bad. It, it doesn't look good for Sirianni. Paul, give me a great yeah. answer, an image from a movie that strikes you. Well, this one it might be a little too personal or whatever, but 46 years ago when I went to see Star Wars for the first time and I sat down as a little boy in that theater – and that opening scene and that big old spaceship flew over my head. Yeah. And I've been a fan ever since. It's just that that image has stuck with me, and it made me a fan of that franchise. And, you mm. know, like I said, here we are 46, later, 46 yeah. years later, and I'm still digging it. Well, you know what I also like about that, Paul, and thanks for the call. They started the first three movies, you know, four, five, and six, if you will, with all, the all the same way. They just made the Destroyer bigger each time. But it was the same start to the movie each time, just with a big a bigger shift, essentially, if you will. All right, um, let's get to Brian Johnson because, you know, we're all wondering, like, what was up with the first and 20 thing? I mean, it was such a mess. Now, before the audio we're going to play for you here, he talked about three things you're trying to consider in the midst of a four-minute offense, which is about, you know, what was left in the game. First, obviously, down a distance. First and 10, first and 20. Like, you know, you got to factor that in for play calling. Second is the clock. I mean, both Sirianni and Brian Johnson on the record saying, you know, part of the idea of running the ball the way they did was you're trying to bleed the clock and, either give no time or little time to the other team to be able to come back down the field. And the third, obviously, what he refers to as the kick line, you know, being in field goal range to, to have a, a makeable field goal. You know, all makes sense, but I still don't like the plays. Here's more of what Brian Johnson said because it did get to first and 20, and what a mess it was. The first down, we get four. Second and 16, you know, Buda makes a fantastic play. You know, it was a play that, that had a chance to be um, – Really, really big and be a big hit. You know, credit to, to Buda Baker. He made a, a fantastic play. And then, you know, what ends up happening is now you lose four yards. And so now you get yourself into a third and 20. And, you know, you want to put yourself in a position to score points because that's not obviously an area on the field where you're going to punt the ball. Um, and with the way the wind was in that stadium on that side, like we had to get to the kick line. So that was the, the third and 20. You know, it obviously has multiple options on that play call. If you get a pressure look, that's – that's what we were going to, and, and if we didn't get a pressure look, then the play would have been something else. So, you know, the guys executed, you know, what we tried to do. Unfortunately, you know, uh, just weren't able to get it done. Now, again, you guys know my theory here as I've talked about it today. I don't want Brian Johnson or Sirianni to call those plays, but if they do, I want Jalen Hurts to change the play. I want him to audible. You can you can weigh in on that. I mean, it Hold was on. really you a mess. want him to audible out of a play yeah. that is – 
decidedly to beat a pressure look. Like they they call a play to beat a pressure look. Yep. They get a pressure look. It's the right play to beat that. Weren't look. there a ton of guys over mind, there? There were a ton of guys when, when he ran I think the it's ball. Dumb to be running a slip screen on third and well, twenty. That, I'm uh, sorry, yeah. like that, that, that's <laughs> not right. what I would choose. Right. right. But it does like what his explanation. Hey, it's a blitz beater. Like. That's what Look, he I know. thought We've was seen, the right choice. I know. We saw Matt. So how can you blame Jalen? He thought the offensive coordinator, that can was say, the right choice can to I say beat why? the Blitz. Because I got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Yeah. How about that reason? Well, I think it's about an that? idiotic play call. How about that? But and see, Joe, my here's point, where it's will... coming back to your point yeah. earlier. Why doesn't Jalen just change the play? Well, the offensive coordinator just told you that's the play he liked in that situation I, I, I know, I know. to beat the blitz. Ray, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, the, Joe, they called and, – and listen, I'm with you on Jalen, frankly, for a franchise starting quarterback. He's been invisible as this thing has gone off the rails. He needs to be more of a leader. They called a timeout, correct, before that's that came yeah. That's where he had to say – no, yeah, that's a good point. Absolutely not, and that's where I'm with you. Yeah, that's you a, can't run that play out of a timeout. That's a good point. All right, speaking of good points, Shil Kapati, I'm sure we'll have a bunch coming up here. He's dissected the film. What's going on with the birds? That's up ahead in one minute's time. Real Philly sports fans love the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. It's the only online casino and sportsbook app that I recommend. 24/7 live casino action. Plus, bet on all your favorite sports, too. Download the Bet Parks app right now, and all your favorite casino games are right at your fingertips. Plus, bet on all your favorite sports. Odds, bets, slots, and games right in your pocket. The casino comes to you wherever you are. Play the hottest online slots or play blackjack, roulette, baccarat, or Texas Hold'em with a live dealer right on your phone. It's a new year. Get winning on the Bet Parks app. It's just so simple. Download the app. You get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. Details on the Bet Parks app or at betparks.com. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. You must be 21 and in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, our next guest, Shil Kapati, does wonderful work for the ringer, covering both the Eagles and the entire National Football League, and we turn to him for his expertise. Good morning, Shil. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Happy New Year to you, Shil. Same to you guys. Thanks, man. So, what a mess. Shil, we'll get to Hertz and all sorts of elements of the team, but let's start with Sirianni. Obviously, he's been the main focal point of conversation in the last, you know, three days. Can you sum up how you think he's doing as the head coach of the Eagles and sort of combine that with to what extent do you think he's playing with fire with his job status here if they don't get it back on the rails quickly? Yeah, I don't think he's done a good job this year. I mean, I don't see how you can look at it and think he's done a good job this year. You know, the questions I had about Sirianni coming into the year, uh, number one was how is he as an offensive schemer? Like, is he a special offensive schemer who has a plan B, who can come up with wrinkles uh, to what defenses are throwing at him? And I think we've got a pretty good answer there that the answer so far this season at least uh, has been no. And then the other thing you always want to see with coaches is how do they deal with adversity. I mean, his first year was the last time he had adversity. The first, what, seven, eight games of that year, uh, they switched the offense, they get on track, they make the playoffs, they go to the Super Bowl, they're 10-1 this year. Everything has gone so well for them. And now all of a sudden, you have a situation where you start losing games, and what buttons are you going to push? And the button he pushed was to replace the defensive coordinator with Matt Patricia.
Patricia, and that has backfired. And now you're looking at the offense, and you're looking at a team that doesn't play with joy and looks miserable uh, week in and week out. And so uh, I don't think he's playing with fire. I mean, listen, nothing surprises me in the NFL. Um, it's happened before. Uh, but he, he, he still is, what, 34 and 16 or whatever uh, as a head coach. And so I, I don't think he's playing with fire in terms of job security but I don't think he's done a good job. Even if they lose to Tampa? I mean, forget this Giants game. They'll probably win. Who the heck knows? But if they lose to Tampa by 10 points, you think Sirianni's back? I think the most likely scenario would be that they say, we're making a lot of changes with your staff uh, and with how we do things, and you lose a little, your juice and you lose some leverage in terms of um, decision-making within the organization. But, uh, I mean, I, I would be surprised. Listen, I would be shocked, but I would be surprised. Sure. That's all for him. Sheila, let's get to Jalen Hurts. And one of the things, obviously, we love about having you on the show, by the time you're on every Wednesday, you've really dissected the game film from the last game. Uh, both the last game and sort of this whole stretch here, can you take everyone inside what you've seen on film reviewing what has happened with Jalen and to what extent, you know, this is his fault, to, what, to whatever extent it is? Yeah, I don't put uh, – I, I probably put less of the blame on Jalen Hurts than most people. I mean, you watch the film from this game, and I didn't see a lot of areas where I say, you know what, that's on Jalen Hurts. I mean, they barely had the football. They had six possessions. They scored three touchdowns uh, and one field goal. I mean, that is, that's a pretty uh, efficient offensive performance. And I heard you guys talking before I came on. I mean, a lot of it is Jalen Hurts doing what he's asked to do within the offense. I mean, my issues are with the offense and how they're not maximizing guys like A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard and Devontae Smith. I mean, Jalen Hurts is calling, is executing the plays uh, that are asked of him. Now, he had a little bit of a rough stretch there uh, in the middle of the season. He's had some turnover issues. There's no doubt about it. But overall, he's thrown the football pretty well. I mean, you watch the film of these games, especially the last, what, two, three weeks. I'm not looking at it going, oh, he's making bad yeah. decisions or he's missing throws here. I mean, he has, he's been pretty accurate with the football. So I, I put less on Jalen Hurts probably than most people. So what what is the issue? Why does it feel so gross and bad, Shield? The offense, we're not running the ball, I guess, as effectively as we expected, and then everything sort of crumbles because of that? Is that what you're seeing? Like, we're not running the ball as well as we have the last two years, and then is that – where it all crumbles for you? Uh, I mean, I look at it like like offensive football right now. You have to make life hard for opposing defenses. I mean, yes. there are all these easy buttons that you see teams push, like the Dolphins and the 49ers and the Ravens. That could be different shifts, different motions, different uh, personnel groupings, finding ways to scheme guys open. You want? I mean, look at what opposing offenses do to the Eagles linebackers. Week in and week out. They put them in a blender. And we're all watching these games going, oh, my gosh, they've got no shot uh, with their linebackers. And then the Eagles are not doing that, working in the middle of the field, putting those guys in conflict. And so they rely so much on just guys winning one-on-one over and over and over again. And you know what? Against teams like the Cardinals uh, and the Giants, that's going to be fine. Again, you scored over 30 points. That's not an issue. But earlier in the season when you're losing games, when you're going into the playoffs against better, more sophisticated defenses, you can't just rely on that over and over again. Like, help these guys maximize their talent. Yeah. Don't just say, hey, we're going to go out there, we're going to run an isolation route, uh, and you're going to have to win there, and the ball's going to have – like, like that's, not, that's not good enough for me uh, in terms of maximizing the personnel you have on the roster. Is it too late to save this for 2023? 2024 this season, Shield? 
Well, you know, we haven't even talked about the defense, <laughs> the defense yet. So yeah. uh, that's not the ball. To me, it's too late to say that. I mean, offensively, on any given Sunday, they, they have all 11 starters healthy on offense. You re- I mean, think about if you're Jeffrey Lurie looking at that, going, we got the, some of the best injury luck again in the entire NFL where we have all our starters healthy, and this is the product we're putting out uh, on the field there. So is it too late to fix it? Like, their offense can score 30 uh, any given week. I mean, they've got the guys. They're going to be more talented than most of the opposing defenses they face. Um, at the same time, do I have confidence that they can, you know, string that together for whatever, three straight games? To get to the Super Bowl? No. I mean, we, we just haven't seen that. We've watched what's happened here the last four or five weeks of the season. Sheila, let's so, talk about yeah. one game. Bucks, which they'll probably play. It's not a guarantee, but Tampa will probably be Carolina. The Eagles will probably be the five seed, and there you go, five at four. Um, who's favorite in your early sense of who would win that game, Eagles at Tampa Bay? Oh, my gosh. Who's, who's favorite? I, I think, actually, the Eagles would be uh, favored in that game, just kind of some of the different sites I look at in terms of um, the betting market, I, I don't think it would be big. I think it would probably be uh, under a field goal there. But, um, you know, the Bucks have been a mediocre team. They, they've got some guys. They, they've played well, uh, not this last week, but previously offensively. And then defensively, they've still got some pretty good players, and they've got Todd Bowles, and we, we've seen what he's done uh, to this offense uh, in the past. So um, I think it's probably Eagles are favored on the road in that game, but I don't think it's a big number. Shield. I- did our defense get worse with Matt Patricia? Yeah, I mean, this, listen, this this performance last week was one of the worst defensive performances by any team in a game this season. It's one of the worst defensive performances I've seen uh, from an Eagles defense since they started making the coaches' film available uh, to the public. And listen, I've watched some Juan Castillo defense. I've watched some <laughs> Billy Davis defense. I mean, there have been some yeah. rough performances in there. The Cardinals had seven possessions, and they drove inside the Eagles' 25-yard line on every single possession. I mean, 32 first downs, four times. This is not Patrick Mahomes. This is a team that had three wins coming into the season, and you could not get a stop. I mean, they can't tackle. They're taking bad angles. They can't get lined up. A little motion confuses them. You go with multiple tight ends, and it's like they've never seen this before in their life. Uh, so, yes, I'm not telling you the defense was playing well before under Sean Desai, but has at least you know some of those games were against guys like uh, you know Dak Prescott and uh, Josh Allen. I mean, this, to, to do, put in this performance, in a big spot when you still have the division on the line, um, that's embarrassing. That that was an embarrassing defensive performance. Shield, was Jordan Davis just a bad pick? I mean, we saw in the first two or three games he had it in him, but he doesn't seem to have it in him consistently. What the heck happened to the guy? Yeah, his film from this game was uh, was terrible, you know, to the point where I almost wondered, is there an injury that he's dealing with that we don't know about? Because he looked in the second quarter of this game – he looked like he was playing in the seventh overtime. I mean, I had to double check and say, how much, how many snaps has he played so far? Why does he look like this so early in the game? Now, I will say this, like earlier and through most of the season, Jordan Davis has been a solid run defender. Now, that's not what you want when you trade up and you take him where you, uh, where you took him there. But uh, I don't, like, he's not a disaster. He's not a boss. He's not going to be out of the league. He's going to be someone right now who looks like he'll be a solid starter, a solid run defender, but is not going to give you much pass, pass rush juice. And so uh, from that perspective, yeah, compared to the other guys you could have taken in that spot, 
that's not a, a pick that you're happy with uh, specifically, yeah. but um, in terms of like, is he, you know, I, I think it, basically, I think it's been a little bit overblown about how, you know, his, his season hasn't been a disaster. It's just, uh, you know, he certainly hasn't lived up to the guy you were hoping to get. All right, Sean, I'm going to give you three choices here. Eagles and Cowboys obviously play at the same time, 425 on Sunday. Three choices. Tell me which one you would do if you're Sirianni, Howie, and Lord. Option one, you play all your starters the whole game. You're trying to win the game to maybe be the two or three seed, and you're trying to get back on track before the playoffs. That's option one. Option two, you're sitting all your starters. You just completely are going to assume there's like a 95% chance Dallas is going to beat Washington. So let's get these guys a bye week and really rev them up for the Tampa Bay game. And option three is you play your starters to start, but you're keeping your eye on the score in Dallas and around 6 o'clock on Sunday if Dallas has a two-touchdown lead you pull your starters out in the second half. Which lever are you pulling? Yeah, I'm going option three there. I, I think there is that upside that if you can get the two or the three seed and get home playoff games, uh, and by the way, avoid the 49ers in the second round, I think that's something that does have enough of an advantage that I want to at least take a look at it. We've seen crazy things happen in week 18 before. Yeah. We saw it last year, Texans lose the number one overall pick. We saw it in 2008, right, where, you know, three different things have to happen uh, for the Eagles, and, and they all end up happening. So, yeah, I would I would approach the game like I'm playing everybody and then keep an eye on that Cowboys game. If that's getting out of hand, then certainly start pulling back. Now, if you have guys who are a little banged up or a little injured and who might be questionable, uh, I wouldn't play them. I would say, all right, those guys are not going to play. But the guys who are healthy, I would put them out there and start the game. Shield, great stuff, man. Everyone follows Shield's work always at the ringer. It's just awesome. Top shelf, no doubt about it. Shield, thanks so much, man. We will talk to you next week previewing an Eagles playoff game with little juice. Thank you, Shield. <laughs> all right, guys. Talk to you next <laughs> week. Man, you got it, man. Imagine that Eagles playoff game with little juice. It's weird, man. Oh, it's so weird. It's a weird dynamic. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.